Welcome to Olives and Pimentos podcast. I have Spencer Davis from Troops. Yes, you're on the pod again. You are the number, the second person to reoccur on the podcast, I believe. Amazing. Yes, it is. So, what's going on? Not much, man. I'm uh, just sitting here in Moncton, New Brunswick. I've been running around all morning to Canadian Tire and to my Guitar Tech's house and just to the dump. Just all manner of adult things this morning. What, what are you getting rid of the dump? Dude, I had to like winterize the place, so I had to like throw out a bunch of like, I just had a whole bunch of stuff. My son's a basketball player. I had about 12 basketballs that were all like worn, like all the tread worn off them. So like I just got rid of all that, got rid of a bunch of like toad pins and like I had a barbecue that was terrible, threw that away. Just <laughs> doing all the do. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. What's the, what's the weather like down there? It's not amazing. It's freezing today. It's always below zero at night now, and then you wake up and it's really cold, and then it gets warm for like an hour and a half in the afternoon, and then it's really cold again. Yeah, up here, we're actually, we're not too bad right now. We're in like the plus ones, plus twos. Right now, it's kind of cool, but you guys got snow down there yet or no? Well, I'm up on the mountain. I'm in Lutz Mountain, so I'm like 10 minutes away from downtown Moncton. So even just that slight elevation change, which isn't very much, I'll get snow up here, and it'll be like fine at the bottom of the mountain. It's weird. Yeah. Well, you snowboard too, don't you? I do. Not well, but I I have one that I put on my feet and go down a hill sometimes. No, it's all right. Right on. Yeah. So how how was the shows in the summer? Oh, my God. Like, in the the shows in the summer? What do you mean? Like the, the uh, what do you call it, when you guys went on tour in Ontario? Oh, the tour, the tour. Oh, um, the tour was so fun, man. It was so fun. Like, if it, like if I didn't love my children and my job so much, I would have stayed a little longer, probably. Yeah. Just so much fun. Like, the rooms were great, and, like, the shows themselves, performances are great. And, like, just being with the band and seeing family, it was just, like, really, like, a cup filler. It was excellent, man. Yeah, no, it's, uh, looks like you guys are having a ball, too, so... Oh man, we have all the fun. Yeah, I, I tried. It. I tried to get out to the one in Brampton, but I had to work. It was at spot one, wasn't it? It was at spot one. Yes. Yeah, and then um, who was on that bill? Um, it was us, Nautis, uh, uh, Judgment, and um, oh my God, what was the other band? Uh, Damn it, Goldie. Oh, I'm doing a fucking podcast with those guys uh, January. Those guys are the sweetest dudes, man. Yeah. I really, we like a couple shows with them on that run, and it was really fun. Like I've talked to, I've known Josh since last year from the last tour. Yeah. He filled for uh, Napoleon at our show at the Record Room with Sog, and I met him there. And then we just kind of stayed in touch. I was trying to help him with shows out east when they toured here. And uh, then when we linked up again on this tour, it was like it was just like bro time. But you'll enjoy that. Those guys are sweet dudes. Yeah, I know they're from Barrier too, aren't they? Um, I think they're in Hamilton. Oh, sorry, Hamilton. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my fault. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah no, Beauty's in like a killer band too, like really just good all the way around for sure. Yeah, no, I think they, they just did a show in Guelph not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I obviously, well, I had a hernia surgery, so I had to sit that one out. If I had to sit out. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful, man. Yeah, man. So um, do you guys, uh, so you're recording some new stuff too, aren't you, no? Yes, we're tracking new stuff. We were playing a new song on the road um, called Secrets that went really, really well. It kind of developed over the course of jamming, like, you know, with the one practice and then the four shows. And uh, we're, we're all really excited about it. That was, like, one thing about tours, like, when we got, because we can't do anything, because, like, Greg and Eric and Dan are in Ontario and Redmond and I are here. 
so like as far as jamming we can't do anything but like when we got together finally we're like oh yeah this is the funnest thing ever like it would be so much better if we could all be in the same place for an extended period of time because like we would have so much material done but yes definitely writing putting that new song out as soon as we can like just pumped to be doing that yeah so is this gonna be a full-length album or an ep like before or I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my best to make it a full length. I mean, the last one I think technically was a full length. I think it qualified. It was yeah, length. it was eight songs, wasn't it? No. Yeah, eight songs. I think like I forget what the rule for that is. I think it's I think, six. Yeah, something like that. But I think there's like a time constraint on it too. I think anything over half an hour is is LP is a long press. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's the rule. I don't know. I'm sure that it varies, like whatever country to country or genre to genre. Even I don't know, but. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut a full length. There's certainly riffs, you know, but yeah. it's the, the you know timely. It's hard to do it like that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. the last album, fucking ripped too. Like my like I said, like I think my Doomsday Slayer. Uh yeah yeah Doomsday yeah, yeah yeah. it's my uh, that's one of my favorite tracks on it. And then uh, actually the whole thing rips. But Thanks. yeah, man. Um, so when are you plan on putting that out? Um, well, it's like we, we got a track. Redmond's going to Korea. He's going to Korea from like January to March. So a lot of put a damper on it. Huh? Yeah, a little bit. Like Red Red is the dude, you know. And um, but we can operate. We already operate over the internet and file sharing, so we can make it work. But it's really going to be a matter of like of uh, kind of having everybody go back and forth. Because like I could write songs all day, but if someone's like, "Oh, I want to try this," it's like, okay, well, that's a day or two, and then everyone has to do it, right? Like we have to land on the written song before everybody could do their part so you know I, I would love to have something out for next summer that I think that's realistic so when you guys do that it's like do you guys organize a day where you guys sit there and wait for the emails or do you just sit there and send it and then they no, take no warnings man it's like I'll, I'll hit something like Eric just sent a full song the other day he's like yo I got this thing I reworked this song that we tried before what do you think about this and everybody's like, all right, cool, that's wicked. And then it's like, okay, do we work throughout that up now? So then I got to do guitars for that, send it to Dan, he does drums, everybody does their individual pieces. And just that, getting people to like, not only have the time, but to kind of be in the zone for that. Because like, a lot of the time, if your only free time is after work or something, or the weekends, like you want to do other shit. You know, maybe you're not in the mood to sit to record guitar tracks after work. You know what I mean? Like, it's just what it is, so. Yeah, so it takes a bit of time to too, right? It does, man, for sure. Yeah. That's nuts. Uh, well, that's good news, because I'm looking forward to that. And so I'm guessing you guys will be booking shows this next summer, too, if that comes out, right? Yeah, the idea, after tour, we kind of were all like, I love you, I never want to leave you, please, let's be a band all the time, move to New Brunswick, oh my god, everybody, like, the vibes were so high, right? But, like, as soon as we were there, we were already talking about, it, like, let's do an East Coast run in May or June. So let's do, like, Moncton, Halifax, St. John, Fredericton. And the same style, like do a Friday, Saturday show, take a week off, hang out with each other and write, and then do a Friday, Saturday show and see the boys off on Sunday. So when you guys, when you guys did the uh, shows across Ontario, um, did you guys end up renting, renting any jam space, spaces or? No, we, okay, so Greg joined the band since the last tour. So like we never even jammed with Greg. So we made playthrough videos for him and we met up at Dan Mills' house in Brampton and we jammed once. In and shout out to Dan Mills. Yeah, good old Millsy. Uh, yeah, we probably jammed for like three hours, maybe two or three hours, no, and then nice. we were off hitting the ground running with the shows. That's crazy. Yeah, cause I would have thought you guys would have rented somewhere, but I guess just doing a dance house. Like he's probably got all the set up there too, right? 
He does, and there was some logistics involved. Like um, his wife Elizabeth was was really great, and like gave us the space, and like they have a they have a young daughter, yeah. and uh, they organized it so that you know we could have the, the place and make some noise, you know, uninterrupted for a few hours. So many many thanks to them. Yeah, well, that's fucking wicked too. Um, yeah. So, do you think you're going to do any physical copies of the uh, new album, or we should? It's crazy, but like you know, I like like tapes came back. And so like, yo, tapes are sick. I'm starting to see CDs coming back now. Yeah, I know. I was just, I had, uh, I, you probably know Gerg, uh, Greg Dawson. Yeah, yeah, I know Gerg. Yeah, so I did a podcast with him, and uh, we were still talking about the same thing, too, is like how the physical copies of the albums are coming back, too, because people just want to have it, right? Um, and even like pressing on vinyl is expensive, too. But yeah, tapes are coming back, too, which is mind-blowing because, but CDs are coming back, too. Like I, it's nuts because like they don't even make cars with CD players in them anymore. Like I don't know many people that have a CD player. Tapes, I get it. Like tapes is cool. Vinyl, obviously, I get that. But that now CDs, it's like it really is like like aged me. You know, it's like it's really a sign of the times. It's like oh, that thing that I listened to every day when I was fifteen is back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy too because I think what's happening too. Um, I, like I think it was like two weeks ago, Spotify. Um, if you have a thousand streams, then they'll start paying you, or something like that. Yeah, they just capped it. They just changed that now. Which is so you, fucking you stupid. A thousand, thousand plays, something like that. Yeah, which you know, like what Gerg was sitting there saying, he's like, you know what, like you do your tunes, you should be able to get paid for them, right? Yeah. But also, like the physical copies too. Like, I think it's just nostalgic too for like. Jennifer and I still buy CDs and tapes and like even if you look at Dynal and like Lux on Fire like they have all their catalogs on tape right now yeah no for sure it's it's definitely worth it um, the vinyl thing is expensive tapes aren't expensive well maybe it is now I shouldn't say that because I don't really know but like you know the technology is there to do it and you're right having something in hand is far more personal than just having it floating around under cloud somewhere you know yeah exactly too and like even like that's a good thing I think about Bandcamp too um you know, they you get a you get an option of selling your music for what you want to sell it for, right? Yeah, it's cool. You know, I'm kind of under the firm belief that like all of those, all of the things that we kind of have as a necessity, like the Apple Music's and the Spotify's and stuff, like we use them. They're platforms for sure, but they're absolute pirates on the industry. Like I'm going to say this, I'm going to say clearly, Lars was not wrong. He wasn't wrong. He took a lot of shit when he started going after Napster. He's like. You know, all these songs are ours, and you know, you know, people shouldn't be able to download them for nothing, and like all that shit. You know, like I get it. But man, that liar's invitation was amazing, by the way. Thank you, man. I, I, it's I forget that comedian guy. I forget his name, Jim Summer. He was in Half Baked. He does a really good one, and I'm essentially oh, Jim Brewer. Oh my God, he's so funny. Yeah. I mean, like the, these fucking these sites are like pirates, man. And it's like you know, if we can go to like someone who's an independent and who's pressing CDs or, or tapes or whatever, like. It's better than getting paid zero point zero zero three cents every time someone buys our buys our music. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out there for you. Like we just cashed out the Truce um, Bandcamp and uh, like and that's like Spotify, Apple Music, or Bandcamp, whatever. Um, it, it's the DistroKid. DistroKid is like the distribution platform that everyone uses to get on all these sites. We just cashed it out, and like, dude, we were on like regular rotation on Canadian radio, like right across the country. And I'm not trying to sound arrogant or anything, but we did this thing where a lot of people were exposed to our music and were to download it more so than than most. 
and we just cashed out and it was in like the tens of thousands of plays and streams and whatever and we make $267 man yeah that's, that's bullshit that's how much money we made man that's yeah. fuck yeah like we're not for money but like wow that was bullshit well, it's like, it, it goes to like, you know, you spend time to sit there and do your craft and you spend time to do your art and you get dick for it. And that's, I don't know, like, I, I understand streaming platforms like a, as a tool for advertising. I get that part. I totally get it. Like, I wish they would sit there at Spotify or whatever, or I guess you could do it too. Just put like one or two songs up and like, hey, listen, if you want the full album, here it is. Here's the website. Go download it pay for it and there you go exactly and like you know it, it's a shame that it is what it is i mean not just like independent bands like not just bands on our level but like huge bands like everybody's surviving on merch sales and like it's why you go to like a food fighters concert and it's like a shopping mall inside there there's like there's like a merch like crazy merch you know you can get beer mugs and get fucking you know food fighters monopoly and fucking hoodies and whatever you want because even those bands, like I know that they're, you know, the biggest bands in the world and all that shit, but a huge amount of their income is merch sales. And it's no different for independence. Like that's how, well, we were very fortunate. We did really good on our merch sales. Sarah at, uh, Sarah Kelly at Road Dog Supply was incredible to us. Like she always is. It gave us a bunch of really great stuff and it sold and it sustained us and paid for everything we needed to do. You know, some hotel stays and the gas and the food and all that other stuff while we were on the road. It's like, I'm sorry. Um, spotify but you didn't do that you know yeah well that's the thing too is like it's it's it i believe it's going back to the way it was i think like a lot of the hardcore kids that go to shows whatever right now i should say i shouldn't say kids like whatever like adults or whatever um they're buying more merch because that's how i think it's people are realizing that that's how these bands survive right because like even if you look at the big bands too like there's a tour right now with green day smashing pumpkins and rancid which you would never see that lineup ever anywhere but i think the reason why is because they're like okay well we're not making any money off of vinyl sales or any physical copies right yeah they're doing that and that's that's the thing too like i'm not sitting there saying like Green Day, whatever, they don't make money, they make money. But I'm using that as an example on how bands have to sit there and make sure they can still produce their art, you know what I mean? Well, that's exactly it, man. It's like we, all of us on every level have to kind of reframe what we're doing and how we're going to make it sustainable for ourselves. And there's a lot of us, like I'm very fortunate to work in the industry outside of performance, like with like the AV stuff that I do and like teching for some of these shows that I do in Moncton. It's like I'm very fortunate, right? But you know, the only reason I have the knowledge to be able to carry myself through these jobs is because of grinding in clubs and because of being in independent bands and traveling and whatever. And it's like, I paid a lot of money out to figure out how to do this thing. And that's like everyone that it's nuts. Like it's gotta, it's gotta come from somewhere, you know, eventually someone's got to break and get a chance to get an opportunity to do something on a bigger stage and make a livable wage. Like yeah. Ask any artist out there writing songs. It's for the pure joy of it, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, if money comes, that's just a bonus, but it's bizarre, man. It's a very, very weird time to be an artist. Well, that's the thing too, is it's, it's been like that for years. And like you said, like Lars from Metallica, like when he sat there and they tried to see, was it Napster? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't wrong, but even now, like, like he fucking loves it, but. 
I know, and it's funny because he got so much shit. Everybody's like, oh my God, shut up, dude. Like, you're a multi, multi-millionaire already. And, like, whatever. And he was totally, like, he was the pariah. Like, everybody's like, oh my God, Lars is such an idiot. Whatever, whatever. And I, I was that person, too. I was like, shut up, dude. Like, but now, I'm like, oh, whoops. Like, you were, <laughs> you were totally right. And he just had, like, a, he had, like, a scope for the future as to what that was going to do. And he wasn't wrong then. Like, artists are just absolutely getting hosed it's insane yeah it's and like and that's the thing too like when when uh spotify puts that out like a thousand streams you then they'll start paying you it's like wh- why do they get to do that i guess they own the the app or whatever but they should have yeah. fucking asked somebody like, i don't know i think it's fucking stupid it's gonna change man just the way that like vinyl came back and the cassettes came back and cds came back like in a way that nostalgia and like our generation who's now like you know kind of the leading contributors of the economy in a way and like the biggest part of the workforce and the ones that are having children and uh, buying homes or attempting to we're the ones that are kind of in control of that so just like all things it's going to go in cycles and like you know the internet's probably going to be around forever but it's like people as long as there was some sense of history and some sense of like pre-internet pre-download days they're going to be they're going to be tied to that like that's never going to die and there's always going to be for it so i hope you know you and i live long enough to see a day where you know uh cash for hard hard goods exchange is you know something that's happening more often and you know at the end of the day the only thing that's going to breed is better shows and more bands and more bands willing to travel the tour yeah you know? that's all we're after you know what I mean? yeah i know it's um i think it's going to go that way because like i was saying like there's a lot of indie labels that are producing tapes there's a lot of indie labels still okay mr martini get off the table um and there's a lot of uh they're still producing cds too right so yeah it just goes like if people are going to sit there and you know go to the show and buy the merch and which you know if people are going to the show they'll buy the merch right but i think a lot of uh yeah i think it's kind of bs right now like i i understand it and like i said like i understand it as a as a promotional tool i get that part right like I know a band that they only have two songs on their on their Spotify account and everything else is on their Bandcamp, right? Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy, man. You know, like, you know, like I saw a breakdown the other day. I guess Title, like T I D A L, Title, yeah, is is the best platform, like bar none, as far as paying people. Better than Bandcamp, better than Bandcamp, Apple Music, Spotify, and all these other ones combined. Like they pay way more money, and I'm starting to see. Like a friend of mine just put out a record. And he's like, oh, you can get it on title, get it on title, get it on title. I asked him, I was like, dude, what's what's with title? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, dig into it. They pay like literally like five hundred percent more than any other one. That's run like, by Jay Z too, isn't it? I, I don't know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure title. it is. Uh, he owns up. Yeah, so if he is like like you know, there, there's a nod to Jay. Like, thank you very much, sir. Yeah. And but... still, it's still like, what are we talking about here? It's like gas prices, man. It's like, oh, gas is $2, you know, a liter right now. And so I'm super thankful when it goes down to 190 It's like, no, man. You're just, 190 just evil. You know yeah. what I mean? Is that what like, you're paying out there right now? No, it's not quite that bad. It was that bad last winter, but not right now. Right now it's about 170 here. But, like, the point is, is, like, you know, if you tell people, like, we're going to really shafty on this for a while. And then when it gets a little less shafty, you're just like, oh, thank you so much, Pirate Powers. Thank you for you know, the break, but you're still getting robbed, you know, and it's still the same thing with title. It's like, yeah, title's paying out way more. It's still not what the artists deserve. It's still not anywhere near half. 
you know it's like what are we doing like what are we settling for out here you know yeah. independent make your stuff by hand fuck man source it locally and you know sell it for an even for an even profit and you know put it into the next batch and keep going well I, yeah i was just i just researched it now it's actually uh jay-z owns it still Mm-hmm. like half of it so that sort of makes sense why titles like paying more because it's actually owned by artists because fuck like he did his work right yeah no for sure that makes just sense that. right yeah yeah i just i just googled that now and that's the thing too like hopefully it does come around um but i didn't know title paid that much for how much do they pay on the song do you know or no I don't know how much it is per song. I saw a breakdown of it the other day. It's uh, significantly more, but it's still not like it's not good. No, well, fuck. It's like, what's what's Apple yeah. give you a fucking fifty cents or four no. cents a stream? No, no. Spotify. Well, I know for streaming, it's way worse. Streaming is the absolute worst of all that. It's it's like literally two decimal points of a cent. It's like zero point zero zero three cents per stream. Yeah. And uh, that's awful. And then I think on the best case, you might get a dollar per song or 50 cents per song. I mean, dude, even on Canadian radio, it's, you're only getting about 50 cents a play. Well, that's the thing, too. That's a dime media, too, right? It's, it's insane, dude. Like, I don't, I don't understand how people are supposed to eat. <clears throat> well, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, you do your art, you want to get paid for it, right? You do the tunes, you want to get paid for it, which totally makes sense. Like, yeah. like this thing here, like I, I solely do this just to talk to friends and people that I'm interested in. Like, I don't make anything off this. I would love to and trying to figure out how to do it, but, um, yeah. it is what it is though. So new album and uh, you got a new cat, eh? I do have a new cat. She's the greatest cat of all time. And what's her name? Her name. It's weird that we were talking about Jay-Z so much because my cat's name is Beyonce. Amazing. She's wonderful. And where did she? Where did you get Beyonce? So talented, you know. She's just so talented. Um, I got Beyonce from a great friend of mine uh, named Paris Arsenault out here in Moncton, and she had a bunch of shed kitties. And she just like hit me up. She was like, "Hey, you're nice. Do you want a cat?" I was like, "What?" She's like, "Cause like we just put my dog down like I don't know two and a half months ago." No, oh, I'm sorry. That it's it's I appreciate it, man. It's left quite the void in the family she was a wonderful wonderful dog how and old was she she was nine she was a bernie's mountain dog her name was callie she Holy was Lord. extremely emotionally intelligent and protective and and loyal and all the things that you would want in a dog and we miss her terribly still and getting another dog was not the play it was like it was just no way like you know um well having so, a dog too like that's why we don't have a dog like having a dog is like I don't mean to compare it to this, but having a dog is almost like having a child. Right? Well, that's, that's right. And like Callie was so, so much our, our girl that it just, it wasn't, it wouldn't be right. She was with us for most of my oldest son's life. And then for my entire youngest son's life, you know, and she was just absolutely part of our family. And like, you know, when Paris called me, I had to think about it a bit and I was talking to, uh, talk to the kids about it and then we were like okay let's you know let's, let's do it and they were shed kitties they were abandoned they didn't have a mom like they needed somebody to take care of them and like she's been amazing dude she's like a rabbit she's got like short legs and all she does is hop around everywhere and she's uh, like a little baby she just like eats a bunch yeah six hours and then she plays like a lunatic and then goes on repeat it's amazing how many uh how old is she right now do you think oh man she's probably only like a few months old yeah 
yeah, she's just a tiny thing, but she's real, real sweet, and she's fitting in really well. So we did the same thing, too, with Mr. Martini. Uh, Jennifer works at a trucking company, and mm-hmm. so there was some, uh, I guess, garage kitties, if you will, and there was two of them, and so we went out there, and middle of the night to see if we could find two, well, the one, because the one already got picked up. Um, and so he came over and he was like four weeks. Um, and he's, I think he's like, I don't know, four months. Jen's going to kick my ass if I don't remember this. Um, four months, six months, whatever. But anyways, he, if we got him, we, if we found him right now, we wouldn't, he wouldn't be the same cat. Like when we got, he was like four weeks, he didn't even have his eyes open. Like, what? like half, half his eyes were open. Like his eyes changed color here. I think after the first three weeks we had him. Wow. Yeah. And so that says something too, right? Like if, if we didn't get him when he, he was so young, like he slept with us for two weeks, slept on my chest, slept on my heart and stuff like that. Uh, and he's a big fucking cuddly motherfucker. Um, yeah. and he's going to be a beast too, but that's cool. You got a new cat though. Yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. She's, she's the best. Like, she fits in so well. She's just so sweet and hilarious. And, like, you know, it was the right move. So, we're hyped on it. Yeah, that's totally cool. No, that's wicked. No, I saw her. Uh, uh, she's gray, right? Yeah, she's gray with, like, white boots. Yeah, that's wicked. Take her to the vet yet? Or no? No. Uh, yeah, she's on her deworming stuff, which is, like, pretty, like, it, it's not very often. And then uh, she's got to get her shots and stuff, stuff. But it's all incremental stuff. But she's up to date and healthy and eating and like just living her best kitty life it's sick yeah he's uh so we got two other cats too so i'll put down the soft food in the morning or jennifer will too um put all the three bowls of soft food and then fucking dump truck here we'll fucking clean up all the uh all the other three bowls so i think he's gonna be a pretty big cat i'm pretty sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah he yeah he's a he's a fatty yeah, and uh, he likes uh, likes chicken, and he likes eating uh, fast food burgers. So, oh, man. I haven't tried Beyonce on any of that stuff yet. I don't think that's on the rider, but like she's on her little kitten food right now. So, yeah, we like when we uh, first got Mister Martini, we just uh, gave him uh, adult food. I'm like, just do it, and then he's, uh, yeah, he's he's a little fatty. He's a little fucker, actually. He was actually on the table not too long ago. You can probably hear him. Yeah, I hear him. yeah. Oh yeah, he's a good, dude. Um, so yeah, man. So you're going to give me just checking in, see how you are. Um, and so give me all the socials. Yeah. Um, so you can find us across, uh, the lifeless web, the internet, um, pretty much everywhere. What did you call it? The lifeless web? Yeah. The lifeless web of the internet. There you go. Right on. Okay. It's where we all go every day and we all hate in some way or another, but it's, uh, it's at truce rips, um, across them all. So on Instagram, uh, at Truce Rips, T R U C E R I P S. Same thing on Facebook, same thing on Twitter, and then same thing on TikTok, although we don't really use that because if you're a band, you should be popular for the quality of your music and not how willing you are to be a moron on TikTok. That's fair, but I don't know. TikTok does a bunch of stuff for me, so. Um, not you. Not you. Yeah. Every step you. Yeah. That's what um, but how do you feel about Facebook too? Do you get a lot of stuff off Facebook with the band or no? Um, Facebook is what it is. Facebook for Canada right now is ridiculous. Like everything is censored. Like, let's be honest. You can't, 
you're just you're playing a role on social media now and it's like either the really friendly like yo like I'm you know I'm just down for you know collaborating and blah 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 like super friendly or you're the person that's in Facebook jail all the time yeah you know can't be honest across any of those things without getting cancelled and it's like it's kind of a shame the only person I think I see that actually says stuff and I'm like oh my god how is he still on here is like maybe Tom McDonald like a lot of the stuff that he posts is fairly polarizing yeah um, maybe that it's still making its way out there yeah um, for some for some of the content that he puts out and it's like shit man but like I don't know I don't know if the Facebook stuff works, I guess. So. I don't know. Yeah, I just got back on it. I'm thinking about doing the podcast on it. I might just keep it Instagram and TikTok. Like, TikTok, like, if I do, like, a, a record, like, uh, one of us sent us a record and uh, a band, a skate punk band from uh, Berta. No, sorry, yeah. uh, Winnipeg. Um, and it got, like, over a 1,000 views. And then Amazing. you just do all the hashtags and all the ads or whatever. It takes forever. but it's like it will get your stuff out there to people that otherwise would do it but it's like it's still feeding the idea of like it, it's getting further and further away from the actual content of the music itself absolutely you know what I mean and yeah. it's, it's fine and it's like it's great it's great pop when you get me wrong like it's it does its job I guess but I don't know man just like the cassettes and the CDs conversation we had I'm still holding out for like relationships Mm-hmm. Like being the blood, the lifeblood of this thing that we're a part of. Yeah, know? and I like I said to you, I think what's going to happen is it's. I think I'm. I hopefully it does, but hopefully it takes a turn for the good where people sit there and buy the merch and buy the CDs and buy the records and even buy the tapes, right? Because yeah. you know, if you want to see the band, they got to make something, right? So. Well, that's it man that's it and it's like you know it's interesting that we have to disconnect from the thing that we're tied up in the socials and the the devices to be able to reconnect with people in person at shows Mm -hmm. it's such a weird it's such a weird thing but you know it is what it is yeah man All right, cool it was great talking to you again Spence yeah you as well thanks so much for having me on again brother I appreciate you man thank you all good dude all good All right, cheers dude All right, man talk to you bye